Hello and welcome to another episode of No Right, No Wrong. My name is C.T. Dice and um, I'm on here back with West and we're going to finish up our conversation on toxic masculinity. Um, basically, um, we're looking into a study here, or an article rather, by aurarand.org.uk about um, the top 10 toxic masculinity behaviors um, based on that article. We've gone through in the first part, the first five on that list, and we're just going to finish up the next five and react to it in general. After that, I'm going to just start up here. The next one on the list would be sexual aggression towards women. Um, in your opinion, um, how would you react to that being um, a toxic masculine trait? Um, that's definitely a toxic masculine trait. Um, so here it would include um, things like making sexual comments or sexist jokes to women, commit sexual harassment, accept rape meets, and behave as if they're entitled to women's bodies. That's just basically what they mean by sexual aggression towards women. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. The only... And I'm not trying to make any... Um, you know any ex exemption for like you know people that can call women and all that stuff mm -hmm. and make women feel uncomfortable <laughs> i think generally speaking sexual aggression towards women based on those definitions are toxic but not straight not just toxic in my opinion probably straight up criminal yeah it's criminal <laughs> it's both toxic and straight so, up criminal yeah like based on their definitions though, i think they mentioned sexual comments oh, or okay. sexist jokes towards women commit sexual harassment accept rape myths and behave as if they all that especially the last part accept rape myths and behave as if they're entitled to women's bodies that's all wrong that's illegal that's those are crimes yeah. you know now when you come to the more subtle ones like sexual comments or yeah. sexist sexist jokes the problem is those things become toxic when they are not wanted by the women yeah, when the women you, you get my point? Yeah. When the women don't want those, that's when it's toxic. Now, we're both Nigeria, Nigerians, where... Um, kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Because, uh, because women check your heart of hearts. And I'm talking about the first, at least the first two, where we're that's talking... That's just um, sexual or, comments or, or sexist sex, jokes. If sex, sexual comments or sexist jokes. Generally, I keep saying this word, generally speaking, they're probably not acceptable. But what I find is if a woman is, if there's a, some sort of attraction to the person, it like where maybe some of these jokes or some of these comments are coming from, it's accepted and it's, you know, it's like something that they actually don't mind, you know? But that's why, but those are unique situations, right? Those are unique situations. I think generally speaking, those behaviors would be, would be toxic. We know, we, let's be real out here. We know that half the time when those comments are being made, and when those behaviors are being displayed, it's not really, it's not really wanted, you know. Yeah, it's not really most most times, you know, more often more often than not, it's not. So, I think it's fair to say that's toxic. That's toxic. Yeah, I, I would agree. Um, most of the stuff on there is straight up criminal. So, <laughs> <laughs> so those yeah. those yeah, that's definitely toxic. As you said about the sexual comments or sexist jokes, there's jokes at the end of that. So that's kind of. Um, interesting because if it's a joke it's probably sexist but it all depends on who's actually giving or who's receiving exactly. such statements so that can also be very open to interpretation so in that point um, that's a lot has to do with perspective and actually communication yeah. to understand what is acceptable and what is not exactly 
Um, the next point would be that men do not display emotion. Here, uh, emotion is treated as being a feminine characteristic. Um, stifling emotion is seen as true manliness. Um, from childhood, men are shamed to conform with that standard, um, not to be emotional. So in your opinion, what do you think about that? Like, why are men being taught to be less emotional, usually right from when they're um, kids? And why would you consider or not this to be a toxic trait? You know what, to be fair, this this can be toxic. This can be toxic because, so let me just read read that again. Emotion is treated as being a feminine characteristic. You know, that that's true. Like, it's, when I say that's true, that not that emotion is a feminine characteristic, but the fact that it's treated that way yeah. is true. So as a guy, if you show emotion, it's like, okay, why is, why is this guy being soft in, you know, air quotes? Yeah. Uh, you know? <laughs> Why is this guy being soft? I've seen videos like on YouTube where they would a man would try to beat up a woman and everyone in the streets is running to, you know, uh when when the woman is like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm hurt, whatever. Everyone in the streets running to help the woman. But if a woman attacks a man and the guy is like crying or something, people are laughing. Yeah. Yeah. You seen those videos? Oh no, like I I'm gonna say here, it can be toxic, yes, but there's a reason it makes those videos kind of trend and become comical videos. To be honest about this, I would laugh at most of those videos. Exactly. I, I, I would <laughs> laugh at it. So I, I do get it. Like I think the toxic, it, it's funny. It just looks funny. I think when yeah. a man is being beat up by a woman, is and he's crying. crying. So that's the that's where that's where it's that's the toxic part. The yeah. the, the fact where men are put in a position. To feel like they cannot show emotion regardless of what they're going through yeah you know if you as a man you choose not to show emotions that's all well and good but if you feel that you don't have the option to show emotion because you'll be ridiculed you'll be laughed at you'll be put in a position where your masculinity in quote is questioned now that's toxic and you know what this is one of the few ones that is toxic to, to men. men yes yeah yes i actually agree with that this might be that one example yeah, that where it's I was toxic like, to men where it can actually be toxic toxic to masculinity men. to yeah. men because you're boxed in and you know it's like the weight of the world is on you for whatever whatever and it can be anything you know you yeah. can be going through whatever you can well whatever is happening to you but just having that feeling that Oh, you can't talk about it because if you talk about it, you're going to be, people are going to presume you weak. If you talk about it, people are going to be like, oh, he's not tough. He's not masculine enough. That's actually interesting. And, and we get one that actually can be toxic to men themselves. themselves that becomes yeah. overwhelming. That creates, um, even the other can bring up something like violence, even from the other mass, toxic masculine traits. Yeah. Um, so that's actually interesting. Yeah. Um, the next one we're going to look at is... Um, not being a feminist ally. Um, and I'm going to let you get in on this one, uh, but I'm just going to read, read it out. That it is unsurprising that the overly masculine would reject men who identify as the allies of feminists. Which research shows that men engaging in feminist activism are the targets of harassment by men who prescribe to toxic masculinity as it is perceived as feminine and non-conformist to... <laughs> Mas toxic masculinity <laughs> i am truly lost <laughs> yeah. in this explanation but i'm going to let you get into it basically uh, what they're saying is it's a toxic masculine trait 
um, when men harass other men that are allies to feminists. So I'm going to write it again. Yeah. So when you use the word harass, and there's a few, there's a few um, choice words and statements that they've used there. You know, I'm just gonna. So you know, research shows that men engaging in femi- uh, feminist activism are the targets of harassment by men who prescribe. Yeah. So men who prescribe the toxic masculinity. Yeah. yeah. You know, and. As, as it is perceived as feminine and non and a non-conformist to toxic masculinity yeah. so i think that's a bit uh, obviously going to attack anybody for whatever they choose to support to support as long as it's not to me as long as whatever whatever your cause is doesn't harm someone else doesn't hurt anybody else you know physically emotionally and stuff like that directly directly i think that's that's fair everyone has a right to kind of do you know to try to support what they want to support so okay let's put it like this yeah. as men are we in society are there more men exhibiting traits of being feminist allies or against it i guess that's how i i can look at it is it a masculine because here there it's being said that it's it's a toxic masculine trait not to subscribe to feminism but uh, my opinion is it even masculine like is it like what exactly it does feminist ally mean and also how are men engaged in this right and how are men not supporting this so now let's let, i think we have to go through certain definitions yeah the definition of a feminist okay and then based on that definition of a feminist of who a feminist is and based on that we can also understand who a feminist ally is and then we can weed out who the what is toxic what is toxic yeah how toxic masculinity identifies to this with me the definition of a feminist I am, you know what, I, I I respect that and I actually want that. I want equality. No, me, I, I'm a feminist. Ex- like, I'm a feminist. I'm a feminist by the definition I, I, of a, what from, a feminist from is. From like 1930 or something <laughs> like that. By what the definition the act- of... Yeah. What the actual definition is because, and I'm going to come back to a point I made earlier um, about the actual definition of something yeah. and what people actually practice. You get what I mean? So there can actually be a definition of... Um, okay, I'm just going to go Just off. go through the... Yeah. Yeah. Before you continue, I'm just going to go through the definition of a feminist mm-hmm. or a feminism you know, as per the Merriam-Webster dictionary. Um, in brief summary, is the belief that men and women should have equal rights and opportunities. 100%. And that's and that's the definition we're going to be going on when it comes to being a feminist. And that's 100% what I support. That is literally 100% what I support. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, we're going to use that definition, like the belief that men and women should have equal rights and equal opportunities. I'm going to let you go ahead and I'm also going to make um, a statement on that. Yeah. So, men and women should be treated equally and have equal opportunities. 150% in support of that. And, and it's important. There are two things there. There are two very important things that I want to point out about a feminist in that definition equal rights and equal opportunities and i would find it hard to find any reasonable person that would say that is a ridiculous thing to ask of society or of anybody i totally want equal rights and equal opportunities if you're a, a human being and we believe in fairness 
and justice, which we always try to fight to keep a balance in our world, you have to understand the importance of equal rights and equal opportunities. Now, we need to be very clear on what so many people define as a feminist these days. Yeah. Because there is a difference between equal rights and equal opportunities and equal outcomes. There's a lot of people looking for equal outcomes and forgetting that the most important thing is having equal rights and equal opportunities. Outcomes are determined by so many other factors, but the opportunities and rights must always be fair and equal. So actually, um, that definition is very clear, but you can go ahead. Yeah, no, I think, honestly, I think you've hit it. I think you've summarized it in the best possible way. What we want as, you know, men that identify as being feminist, right? Yeah. Based on the definition. Yeah. Is that we want women to have equal opportunity. We want women and we want men and women to be treated equally. I don't want anyone to treat you badly because you're a woman. I don't I don't want that. And I don't want you not to have an opportunity just because you're a woman. Yeah. You know, I, that, 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 no, I don't want that. And I think I'm not speaking for all men, but I maybe I have quite a few reasonable men around me. So I think most of the people that I know as men too are in this boat yeah. of, you know, not why wouldn't you want I think I think every everyone has a woman in their life. Whether a mother, it's a, mom, sister, a sister, a child, child, a daughter, whatever. Like so picture them in a position where they're not given equal opportunity or they're not treated treated equally Just, because they're women. So I, I feel like, you know, this is not the 1920s, 1930s. The world has evolved. Fair. I think most people would actually think it's fair yeah. for men and women to be treated equally. But in terms of what, <laughs> the, in terms of some of the feminist movements, like you said, the outcome, because something is, uh, because something is fair, and everyone's given equal opportunity doesn't it it, it has never and will never mean an equal outcome it's never going to equate to that so i think that's another perspective and i think we could talk about this forever but i think that's another that's a topic that's, a topic that's actually itself. a topic for itself but in terms of um here being a toxic trait of about not being feminist ally if you're not a feminist ally based on the definition which is equal rights and equal opportunities, that's extremely toxic. That's that's a recipe for for everything toxic about masculinity. But in my opinion, I don't think this is really um, based on original definitions of feminism. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is much of a problem because men allowed feminism to actually take into um, effect. It might not have been like that forever, but I wouldn't think that our societies these days are not getting equal rights and opportunities for both sexes. So that's actually um, one of the points. Um, the next one we're going to talk about is risk taken as a toxic masculine trait. Here it says connected to male dominance, toxic masculinity encourages taking risk to demonstrate dominance. Men who buy into this are more likely to take extreme measures um, such as perpetrate violence, drive dangerously, gamble or abuse drugs. <laughs> I'm going to go first on this. I think this is well, another one that I'm kind of like, it's ridiculous to be a toxic trait for masculinity. I think risk taking has always been part of a man's need for survival. In my opinion, all our greatest industrial and technological advancements have come through incredible amount of risk without knowing what's on the other side or trying to achieve something huge. So I wouldn't consider this in any way a toxic trait. I would say 
that there is a risk with risk taking. Yes. <laughs> it's it's actually interesting. It's actually right there. There's a risk with risk taking, yes. but the rewards on the other side cannot be considered toxic when it's actually done for the right um, reasons. And rarely do you see people take risk without actually having at least an idea of what they are hoping to achieve on the other side. Um, unfortunately, since it's a risk, it's dangerous. There are chances that it would actually go bad. But risk taking has been part of man forever, and it's something that has brought us to the level of um, development, technologically and otherwise, as well. And I don't think, in my opinion, that is anywhere close to being toxic, either as a as a human trait or as a masculine trait. Yeah, because it says connected to male dominance. Yeah, yeah. Toxic masculinity encourages taking risks, risks to demonstrate dominance. I don't think basically everything done in excess can be a, a, a vice yeah. you know what i mean so when you start talking about abusing drugs and you know especially that one i, I don't I, I don't agree with that example that abusing drugs like i don't think it's i don't not, think that's risk taking i don't think that's risk taking <laughs> that's literally in my opinion um trying to make yourself feel better about a yeah. difficult situation it's less of risk taking yeah gambling on, on, on the other hand that's yeah. a proper that's a proper risk taking that's with, a proper risk with taking. great rewards with, and yeah. great risk and great consequences yeah great rewards great consequences so yes that one in itself you know i think it's one of those ones but like you pointed out like you know some risk like risk taking there's a risk attached to it like it says and mm. there's it's all about you know the cost reward type thing when you when you're considering yeah, taking exactly. risks, you have to find you know there's a, there's always a, there's always a balance. So I think with certain behaviors, with certain um, like in certain situations, gambling obviously that's a that's a touchy one. But in, in there's so many scenarios where taking risk is, Open, is opening amazing. Opening up a business, starting a um, trying to discover something new, even living, even survival is a risk. Yeah. The things that we decide to put in our body. A lot of times when you're not sure exactly what's in it, it's a risk risk. to your own body. But there are different levels to the risk. And just as there's a high reward for high risk, there's also like minimal reward for minimal risk. It's something that we always have to weigh properly. Being toxic, um, I wouldn't call that a toxic trait um, with anybody. Just that you need to understand how to do it safely, like the risk and the reward and all that kind of factor. Um, the last one here on the list would be not engaging in household chores and caregiving. Um, finally, it says again, housework and child rearing are seen as feminine qualities. Being asked to do a feminine deemed task such as housework or worse, a man being criticized by a woman for not cleaning properly is often interpreted as a masculating assault and provokes a masculine overcompensation reward. Once again, a lot of words. Um, but here, basically, it's saying that it's toxic not uh, for men not to engage in household chores and caregiving. Uh, what would you say to that? Okay, so I don't. In itself, I don't think it's. I don't think it's toxic if a man doesn't engage in these activities. I guess if there's an understanding of of the situation, you know. Communication again. Communication. This is this is one of those ones where communication is 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 key. You know, like if and when they say household chores, if, okay. So if the man's uh, if a man's out there doing like mowing the lawn and you know fixing the car or whatever, you know, walking and, in the garage, walking in the garage, you know, um, and you know 
it's there's an understanding that okay so his partner is you know taking care of the other stuff in the in the home and caregiver I, I think it's just a communication thing i don't think it's a toxic uh, a toxically masculine trait not to do those things but i guess on the other hand if you do do those things in the home and someone else interprets it as weak or... as weak now that's a, i guess another situation like say for example like a stay-at-home dad you know that's a fair shout i think yeah. this is another this is one of them ones too where it, it you know it negatively affects men yeah, possibly yeah, yeah you know. where, and that will be in a situation where other men or the society in large is actually condemning or criticizing you for doing household chores um, or caregiving but this, this example kind of puts it that it's toxic not to engage um, in it now if the roles have already been defined and um, the division of labor has been done and the man is not engaging in household chores and there's an understanding um, in the house I wouldn't consider that toxic exactly I wouldn't consider that toxic it's just a division of roles and everybody's playing their roles to the best of their um, ability so this is one of those ones that i think has a lot to do with understanding communication and everybody understand knowing their roles yeah. um, in the home right um so those are the 10 different um top 10 toxic um traits uh, as per auroran.org.uk we'll be back for final um part to this to just give our reactions on this trait um, related to toxic masculinity thank you um everyone for listening and stay safe